Welcome to the King Culture Podcast, where we are equipping men to become selfless leaders. I'm Yvette Broughton. My name is Dominic Perbiance. And we are your hosts. of the King Culture Podcast, we are talking about personal agency. What is personal agency and why is it so important for men to lead? Well, personal agency is about your capacity to govern yourself and make your own decisions. And so all, all human beings have a degree of agency but your ability to possess agency is determined by how much you agency you believe you have or you don't believe you have. And so I should start by saying like, there's some things in your life that you just don't have any control over, right? right? So I always use the analogy that life is like um, uh, playing a card game and you're mm-hmm. dealt a, a set of cards right. and you don't get, get a chance to determine what cards are being dealt you you know you're sometimes you dealt a good hand and sometimes you dealt a bad hand most of us have been dealt kind of a mixture of both and so those are things that are outside of your control like where you were born who you were born to your dad was there not there mom was there mom was not there um healthy unhealthy healthy unhealthy and and so really agency comes into play when you have to decide what you're going to do with the hand that you've been dealt Mm. Like, you know, you know, I heard um, heard uh, someone say a long time ago that, you know, you don't get to decide what um, what what cards have been dealt you, but you your your responsibility is to play a bad hand well. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, like, it's what it's the it's the epitome of what's your next move. Yeah, yeah. Really. So, okay, yeah. this is what's been dealt with you, dealt to you. Like, these are your conditions. This is your life. Like, what do you do with it? Right. And so, people tend to go between two extremes when it comes to personal agency or the ability to govern yourself. They either think they don't have any agency at all. So this is kind of the victim mentality. Like I am a byproduct of my world. This happened to me, that happened to me. So I have no ability to make any kind of decisions (laughs) with my life. And because of what they did and this person did and that person did and this didn't happen and that happened. And so I am just a victim. Right. And forever that, and ever. Yeah, and ever. It's just yeah. And, and so yeah. so you can't you know you don't have any control over your emotions, over your anger, your temper, your feelings. Mm-hmm. You know I feel, and therefore this is you know I'm just going to do what they I. They made me so mad. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> right. And so and so that's one extreme. The other extreme is you think you have too much agency, mm-hmm. like you have too much control to the point that you think you can control other people mm-hmm. and manipulate circumstances, and sometimes you know you know. You can be instead of being a victim, you become a tyrant, like yeah, kind of trying to a victimizer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> trying to control people. And then the problem is that even if you think you have more agency than you actually have, there's just some things in life that you're just not going to have any control over. For sure. And when you realize that you can't have, you don't have any control, then you know you become depressed or sad or angry that you can't control certain things. Yeah. So. Agency is is really somewhere in in the middle. It is is understanding that there's some aspects of life that I can control, but there's some things in my life, like how I think and how I feel, and what values am I going to live my life by, um, how I'm going to play the hand, like I said, that that's been dealt to me. Those are things that you do have control over, and you are 
obligated as a man to manage in your life well. No one else, no one else can do can that do it for, for you. you. I heard one teacher say once that, um, you know, I can manage. The only thing that I can manage is me, and that's on a good day. Yeah. You know, like yeah. on a good day, I'm able to manage myself well. So one of the things in the book you talk about is um, different things like marks of agency, that men of agency are distinguished by lives of moderation instead of lies, lives of excessive consumption. What, yeah. is con what does excessiveness have to do with agency? Well, agency is is um, when you have agency, you have the ability to balance. Mm -hmm. Like you, you don't, you don't, um, you know, the, the purpose, uh, the purpose of life, is is to try to figure out how you 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 kind of take what life is throwing at you and manage it the best way you can, and and not go between these these two extremes. And so, being a victim and being a tyrant always leads to some level of of excessiveness. Either you know you're you're consuming too much, or you are you're trying to control too much, or whatnot. So, the the ability to have agency is is being able to understand it that that um, that the best the best quality of life uh, stems from your ability to be balanced. It's not to consume too much, or to um, or uh, to um, make some uh, uh, to relinquish control of your life to some desire just or to some appetite so when you're when you're in control you decide you know you decide uh how much you're going to consume you decide what is balanced you're not you're not controlled by some kind of outside force mm -hmm. yeah and it's interesting like right we talk about these attributes and how they kind of layer on top of one yeah. another right and so i think about like dignity we learned about last podcast um, in terms of you seeing the value of other people. And if you don't have good personal agency, you can use the misuse of agency yeah. can harm the dignity yeah. of another person yeah. um, when you're doing that as well. And you also talk about like um, men of agency are known by their capacity to endure challenges without mm. breaking. Yeah. What do you mean by that? Yeah, so... Um, when you when you have self mastery, you have the ability to face you know face challenges without allowing those challenges to control your your comportment or how you feel about situations, and so you know you either you either have the ability to master emotions or be mastered by your emotions, yeah. and so or master your feelings or thoughts or or be mastered by them, and so. Um, this kind of is a thing that I, I learned this um, really early on in my life uh, because I used to struggle with all kinds of thoughts and things that kept, so it's kind of two things. You struggle with um, kind of the negative ideas and things that you learn from your culture, things that you learn from your experience and mm -hmm. growing up. And, um, and so you have to figure out how do you moderate kind of your, your thoughts. Mm. But then the other, other thing is like, I, I have a mind that just wanders. Right. I wander all over the place. <laughs> and I find I waste a whole lot of time just thinking about mm. things and then mm. going from one thing to the other. And so being able to master, have some mastery over my thinking mm. was really where I learned that I do have some agency. Mm. Like there are thoughts that come in my mind that just are not um, thoughts of doubt and fear 
and mm. you know being judgmental towards other other people thoughts of shame about how i feel about myself and so i had to make a decision like okay if i allow all of these ideas and thoughts to come into my mind and control me then my life is going to be a complete mess mm. and so i had to take i had to make a decision that okay these are the values that i stand for these are the things that i want to accomplish in life these are the kind of thoughts that I, that are healthy and these are the things that i'm going to think about yeah. these are the things that i'm going to allow into in my mind what i learned is that if you you know you know self control starts with thought control mm. if you can't control your mind you're not going to be able to control your life if you don't practice agency in your thought life you're not going to be able to have agency in your active life mm. and so i started practicing Okay, rejecting certain ideas and and meditating and thinking about things that that were that I felt were true, instead of the things that I I believe were just lies or something I learned as a child. Mm -hmm. So like you know, what ends up happening with with most of us is we you know we're born we grow up in in our uh, in, in whatever family, family background origin, right, and we learn a whole lot of things. Mm -hmm. We learn a whole lot of ideas. And um, and and we we learn a perspective on life, a reality of what life is. When you become a man, you have to determine what ideas that you learn from childhood you have to unlearn. Mm. What, and, do you and, what do you what do you what, what do you, you keep and away? what do you reject? Yeah. That is that's, that's what maturity is. Yeah. Right. It is not I am just a byproduct of my environment. No, I am a byproduct of the thoughts and ideas that I allow my life to be built on. Yeah. And you make that decision, you determine what are those values and those principles and those thoughts and, that, and those ideas when you make the transition into being an adult. Mm. That's, that's powerful. I mean, it's such a, a, it's such a need to be and practice self-awareness. That yeah, keeps yeah. coming up, yeah. right? Like you can't just go through life not paying attention yeah right yeah. and it's like you have to pay attention to your thoughts the stories that you were told yeah. the things that kind of take root and are governing your life yeah. even though you might not realize that that they are but they are not just what you learned at home maybe what you learned at church what you didn't learn um you know yeah. what you learned from friends that sort of stuff that kind of is is governing your world so i think that's that's a powerful thing for men to stop and say, I have a, I'm responsible for what's going on between my ears. Yeah. There's a, there's a, um, a famous scripture that really helped, um, me understand this. It says, uh, I think it's in first, first Corinthians 13. When I was a child, I thought as a child, I spake as a child, mm -hmm. understood as a child. When I became a man, I put away oh, yeah. childish things that to me, you know, epitomize what it means to have agency. When you become a man, you have to decide what thoughts, what words, what mm -hmm. understanding is going to govern your life. You can't just be a victim of your environment or your culture or your experiences. You have to put, you have to take the agent, take your agency and make a decision about what your life is going to be built on. Yeah. When you look at culture and you look at how we define manhood. The challenge that I think we have is that there is just no real clear definition of what a man is. And for me, a man is defined as a king who lives by code and who fights for a cause.
Future means to me um, setting a framework, a blueprint, a guide um, to being a man. So how is personal agency? I mean, that's something that is important today, right? Yeah. Like it's relevant today. It makes me think of, you know, when you say, man, if, if you're not thinking about what you're thinking about, yeah. you're affecting other people. Mm -hmm. And it's actually a very selfish thing to do. You don't think that it's self-centered in a way, but it's not, it's not taking into account, I think, sort of the impact of your story and how your story is affecting other people. Um, how do you think that this conversation around agency and men really leaning into this as, um, as they look to develop their leadership and to develop their selfless leadership? How does personal agency, how is that map, like how is personal agency relevant right now? Well, you, if you can't control yourself, then and you can't lead yourself, then you're not going to have the capacity to lead anybody else. Right. And so um, leadership is first mastered and practiced and honed within your own personal kingdom, within mm -hmm. your soul. Like being able to govern your thinking, being able to manage your time, being able to have self-control. And when you don't, when you don't govern yourself, other people are impacted by it. If you just follow your impulses and your feelings and emotions, and I felt this way, so I just reacted. There's, you know, our lives are full of the carnage. Of, <laughs> That's a fact. Of, <laughs> of the people that, because we've been so reckless with mm -hmm. with our with ourselves and mm -hmm. with our decisions and just following how we feel, you know, there are some real world consequences in our lives. How many how many yeah. times have we? You know, we we went what what felt like impulsive for us. We followed our natural appetites, mm. our natural impulses, and it ended up in a disaster. Yeah, like it hurts us. Yeah. it ends up hurting people, and you end up never being able to be an effective leader. Yeah, in your life, in any area of your life, because you can't govern yourself. Can't govern your own your own thing. It's it's interesting because you're right. You kind of opening it up to different areas. Like if you can't govern your finances if yeah. you're impulsive with your finances if you're impulsive with your relationships yeah. if you're impulsive or you lack self-control with what you're eating yeah. and your health right like you are affected it's not just it is other people right because yeah. they're connected to you um but you know there there's a very real consequence to i think not being able to manage this this issue of impulse control yeah. Yeah. um and well, I just ran up my credit card because, or yeah. whatever the case is, um, or I made this decision last night um, and I didn't really think through or um, own up, like really own the agency that I actually have. Yeah. And the results are really your, they end up being your responsibility. You become accountable for what happens if you misuse your agency. You know, there, there are really three things that you can do with your ability to govern yourself. You either can abuse it, misuse it, or neglect it. Mm. And so if you abuse it, this means that you, you know, you, um, you know, you, you are um, abusing the people that are close to you. Mm. Um, if you misuse it, you misappropriate, misappropriate it, you're, you're not effectively managing yourself. 
and you neglected that just means that you're allowing you you're going with any wind yeah. that occurs in your life and and so and there are real world consequences of that and and i think you see leaders that are impulsive when you see leaders that misuse or abuse and neglect their their strength and their power you know everyone is impacted by it and so this step this this attribute you taking the time to develop your agency to understand that you have number one you are a person of agency yeah and that number two god gave it to you right? god gave it to you you have to manage it you have to develop it yeah. you have to practice it in in order for you to be an effective number one just an effective person personally right but it lays the foundation for you to be able to be an effective leader in whatever sphere of influence you want to be in because again if you can't master yourself you can't lead yourself you're not going to be able to lead anyone else yeah nobody's going to want to follow yeah exactly what i would love to leave behind is a code for my family to follow for even the future generation of people who aspire to do anything that I've done or, or respect anything that I've done, but a set of principles of how to do life in the world around like health, wealth, and self, and um, a sense of like how do I exist in the world as a black man, as a, as a person of color in society, um, how do I make sense of it all? So this code, I think about it as a code, as an algorithm for my children to follow. So, you know, we've talked a lot about sort of the fallout. I think you yeah. used the word earlier, like the carnage of, hey, if you don't use your agency well, this could happen. But what are some of like the positive things? Like, but if you do use your agency well, like what wonderful good things can happen? What future can you create if you actually um, kind of take command of that and, and utilize it and develop it? Yeah, so I don't think that, um, so agency is like the steering wheel of a car, right? If you're driving down the road and you just let go of the steering wheel, the, steering, the car is gonna go wherever. Yeah. It's gonna go wherever the, the road mm -hmm. is gonna take it. Yeah. And so if you practice agency, you, you have the ability to take control of the wheel mm -hmm. and direct your life. And so you, you don't, <laughs> So if you let go of the wheel, you may end up somewhere, but you ended up there by accident. Yeah, yeah, not, <laughs> so, not intention. Yeah, yeah, so like if you're ever going to go somewhere intentionally as a person, it's because you have practiced your agency. Yeah. You've, you've taken control of the wheel and say, I'm going there. Yeah. I'm not going to allow my feelings, my emotions, my impulses, my past, mm -hmm. what, what happened to me 10, 20 years ago to govern where I'm going. I'm going to take control of, of, of my life and set the direction. Yeah. And, and you can, you can do that. There's certain, there's of course, there's certain things that you can't control. Sure. Agency is not about control, trying to control things that are just outside of your control. Sure. They're about controlling you, about managing your, your, your internal decisions and, and your impulses and your feelings and emotions and defining the direction you want to go in your life. And, you know, I would challenge my challenge to anyone out there that's hearing this and like, yeah, you know, you know, we're, we're human beings. We, sure. we have, you know, this is not something that's easy and not something that I believe that, you know, you can really do on your own. It takes a lot of, you know, spiritual development in order for you to really master yourself. But there are some things, some practical things that you can do. And one is learning how to practice managing your thinking. There's certain things, certain thoughts and ideas that you have to learn how to reject in your mind. 
And the second thing is learn how to manage your time and invest your time in things that are important, mm -hmm. things that are going to produce a good return. And the last thing is to learn how to maintain your character and your discipline regardless of the challenges that come your way in life. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, there always are, are going to be storms and challenges yeah. and things that come and your ability to keep keep hold of the wheel yes and focus i'm going here yeah these are the standards that i'm going to live by these are the things that i'm going to think about this is the direction of my life regardless of what comes at me i'm yeah. going to stay focused and the ability to stay focused to endure no matter what injustices come no matter what challenges come i'm going to endure i'm going to maintain my my direction that is what helps you to develop agency. Mm. Now that's powerful. And I think this, this, this steering wheel analogy is great because it helps you to say no matter what debris really, right? Like yeah. that comes in the road, I'm at least going to have my hands on the steering wheel. Yeah. It, it, it allows me to respond. Yeah. Right. It, it's an empowerment to yeah. respond, right? Just by sheer having your hands on the wheel and recognizing that you have capacity to respond. And um, so I'm just, some key takeaways, I feel like. So some key takeaways for becoming a selfless leader is a king first learns to rule himself. Yeah, That's like step number one. And that agency is a muscle that must be practiced um, as you go throughout your life. And I would even say too, for me, like a takeaway has been, um, that you should almost prepare for adversity, yeah. right? Like have a, what's gonna be my response? Because yeah. you know wind and rain and trouble will come. Yeah. And you also know that opportunities will come yeah. and present themselves. And so how are you as a king gonna respond when it's rough? And how are you gonna respond when, um, again, like there's an opportunity to use your agency for good yeah. and your agency for the good of other people? So thank you again for joining us for this episode of the King Culture Podcast. If you've been inspired or challenged and want to learn more, make sure that you like, subscribe, leave us a review, and tell someone else about this great content. Um, we welcome more listeners all the time. And please leave a review. That actually helps uh, when you do that. Um, and if you have thoughts or questions or you want to connect with us, be sure to email us at info at kingculture.org or follow us on Instagram at kingcultureinc. Thanks so much and we'll see you next time.